In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You are advised that any view expressed by the host or their guest are not necessarily the views of the owners or management of Toginet Radio, Togi Entertainment, or the Owners Group, Inc. us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Ghost Chronicles International. I am Ron Kolick, your host, the gatekeeper to the realm of the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable New England's own Van Helsink, with me all the way from the condemned man's cell at the Derby or Derby, depending on which side of the pond you are, jail or goal, none other than the ghost finder himself, the most haunted Richard Felix. Hello there, how are you doing? Great, great. So, uh, who's there with you? I, I try to get the video feed. And, and by the way, there is a video feed if anybody wants to uh, see Richard in the condemned man's jail. Uh, they can go to where, Richard? They can, that's a very good question. And I need, I need Chris or Eleanor to tell me uh, how they go. They're going to switch it on in a minute and, and sort it out. They're going to tell me any second now how we can do it. Um, it would help, wouldn't it? We're all set up ready. I've got microphones. I've got the camera here. I'm actually facing in the, in the right direction this time. Um, so you can actually see me full on. But um, until they tell me... He's doing it now, but what, what, what do they go on to, Eleanor? www.darbyghostwatchers.co.uk Right. Username Togi, password Togi. Did you hear that, Grom? I did, and I've been informed that uh, the uh, password does not work. Oh, he's just setting it up now. Uh, apparently he's just, Chris is literally setting it up now. Okay, so bear with us there, and you will be able to see Richard. And, and Richard, this is going to be a kind of a cool show. I'm, I'm really excited about it because you're going to do a uh, seance there in the uh, condemned man's cell, I believe. Indeed we are. In fact, I'll be quite honest with you, Ron, I haven't slept all week. <laughs> really? No, Richard, yeah, well, I, I had a little bit of sleep, but not a lot. But I am really rather excited about it because this is this is definitely an all-time first, isn't it? That, that we, we, you know, how, how long have you been actually uh, broadcasting, um, you know, on, on Toginet or, or the Ghost Chronicles? Oh, God, Ghost Chronicles has been around probably for eight years, maybe longer, I'm not sure. It's a big blur, but it originally started on WCCM in, in Lawrence, uh, Massachusetts, and then uh, we were recruited, believe it or not, by Toji Net. That was their mistake. And uh, we uh, have been with Toji for a while. I don't know how long. Just you know, you know, when you get to be my age, Richard, you know, time just passes so quickly. Hey, 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 hey! Listen here, I'm older than you, Sunshine. Just remember that. Yeah, only by what a couple days. Uh, I can't remember. February the twenty-third. 
February 23rd. February the 23rd, my birthday, yeah. Uh, for some reason, I thought you were in March. You're March, are you? I am, I am. So anyways, that's that'll be cool. We'll have to do a birthday show. We'll uh, put the 63 candles in you or something and light you up and see what happens. <laughs> that's a very good idea, absolutely. But so, have you, I presume this has never happened before. We've never had a live... Live um, television. Video feed. Uh, uh, other, other than the uh, the uh, Halloween special we did on three continents with uh, Haunted Australia and Haunted Devon, uh, there was uh, that was a completely video thing, which was kind of neat. But uh, this is first for the radio show itself, so it, it's good. Yeah. And I, I look forward. If it works out, we're going to try something up. Yeah, it should be great. But I mean, the, the beauty of it is that nobody, uh, the world, hasn't seen this. Um, the very special table that, that um, walks um, around, the, <laughs> around the building, uh, which is really quite something. Um, you have a walking, so I'm, I'm walking table? Say again, Ron. You have a walking table? We have a walking table. It, 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 walk, it doesn't just move, it doesn't tilt. It actually walks its way around um, with me on it. But it normally, the amazing thing, and I'll, I'll, set, up, I'll set the scene. Um, basically, the, the, this jail, right, it was run for the best part of over 30 years by a jailer um, called Blythe Simpson. Uh, and it gives me the shudders when I even mention his name. Um, and he's still here. He's one of the many ghosts that, that are actually still resident in Derby Jail. Um, and, and, and you've heard me talk, talk about this. You know, I believe that so, some ghosts stay around uh, because they're frightened to move on. And, and we have got quite a few spirits here. That, because remember that everybody that came into this place believed themselves to be a sinner and was destined for one place, hellfire and damnation, because of the crimes they committed. So because of that, a lot of them have stayed around because they fear divine retribution, you know, hellfire and damnation and all the teachings of the church. But you also get ghosts that are around because they want to stay, because it was their house, it was their cottage. You know, we mentioned this about, the, you two were telling me about this place a few, few months ago, that, that while they were uh, flying um, the Union flag uh, outside the house, they had ghostly problems. When they put a Confederate flag up, that everything stopped. In other words, the ghost was, was happy what was happening, because the ghost was still around, and it was obviously a confederate, um, right. a southerner. So, same thing happens here. You, you, you get a, a publican that, that ran the bar, ran the pub for 40 years. It was his pub. It was the best bar in town, and he served the best beer. And when he dies, it's still his place, and he stays behind. And the same thing applies with this damn place here. This guy was the longest serving jailer, um, 31, 32 years as jailer, and he still thinks it's his. He's still here. And, and, and people, people pick him up on seances, uh, there's a figure being seen um, in, in the corridors and various other places. And, and a, 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 about three or four years ago, I made a big mistake when I was, we were doing a seance one night, and we, we picked this guy up, you know, we, we believed it to be him, Blythe Simpson, and I made this awful comment. I said, look, Mr. Simpson, I command here now, I run this place, this is my jail. I, I, I pay the rent, so this is mine. And, and ever since then, we've, <laughs> we seem to have this vendetta that wherever I go, whenever Chris and Anna are with me, and they're the mediums, of course, that, that are here, my resident mediums at this jail, whenever I'm doing a place and I'm on this particular table, Blythe Simpson seems to come through, and wherever I am, he tries to walk me out of the building. 
Well, I guess we're going to try to see that tonight because I I can tell you right now, uh, Richard, we do have video feed. I'm watching you right now in your short slip rugby shirt. (laughs) That's fantastic. We're up and running. Um, Does everybody know how to get onto it? Um, I've forgotten already. What was it? What was the way to get onto it, Eleanor? It's all it's all set. We have it in the in the Tojinet chat room as well as it. You go to the Dobby Ghost Hunters. Uh, wait a minute. Let me just get this. I have it right here. Uh, the Watches dot co dot uk, and then you use the password yeah. and username Toji. To, username Toji. T O G I. Password Toji. And believe it or not, there you are. So, that's correct, and here I am for everyone to see. Hello, so, world. Make... <laughs> Welcome to Norman Jail. Oh, this, so, this is really good. This is cool. This is really so, cool. So, Richard, give, you us, what? Exactly. give us a little idea of how big that cell is. Say, so, how big is the cell? Yeah. Oh, my God, hang on a minute. I would say it's about um, 15 feet long by 5 feet wide. And height, mm, hang on, I'm going to stand up and have a look. It's about, <laughs> it's about six feet up to the wall here and about another two feet to the, to the barrel vaulted um, ceiling above. And everything that you see in it, you know, the, the walls are, are original. The old stonework at the back here, the old um, sandstone, of course, red sandstone. When I can, as I'm sat sitting here now, I can actually see the, the, the quartz crystal. Uh, basilica glistening in the in the sunset, which I genuinely believe you know, holds a recording of all the traumas and tragedies uh, and terrors that actually went on here in, in this in this particular cell before people uh, okay, were Richard, taken Are there any windows in this in this cell? And where is the door? Right, the door is directly in front. There's two doors. That's the quite What we we couldn't do it. We we're trying to get a remote camera. But we will do it. Uh, we didn't have time to do it in one week. Where in, in the future we can actually take you on a virtual tour um, of, of the building um, with me walking around doing it. But we couldn't get it, we couldn't get a camera in time to do it. But the, the one door is directly in front of me. Uh, the main door, which is the old original oak door with all the graffiti uh, from the prisoners scratched on the doors. Um, the night before you were executed, you actually scratched a gallows on the door and put your initials inside it. Really? And there's, there's four gallows. Yeah, four gallows on the door. Uh, one JG, a uh, guy called James Gration that was hanged for burglary. A w, uh, one with WH, one with JH, um, and another one as well, which you can't remember. And we've got one, uh, a guy's name written on the door, scratched on, uh, his name was Brown. And he was one of four men hanged in 1817 for setting fire to haystacks. Wow. Let me ask you this as well, Richard. I mean, what was the life of a prisoner there? I mean, is it cold there? Did they have blankets? Uh, I see like a table there. I assume that's the bed that they were used. Yeah, this is this bed here is an original prison prison cot, as it was called. Very narrow, made of wood. I mean, that's that's it. And and basically, the 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 jailer, um, but it was a franchise that he would buy um, the franchise from the council, and he he ran it as a business. So if you wanted a mattress with straw in it, 
you had to pay him for it. If you wanted candle in your room, in your cell, then you would have to pay for candles. And uh, basically, before you were allowed to leave prison, you actually had to pay the jailer to, to pay the blacksmith to knock your chains off. Otherwise, really? you, you weren't allowed out until you paid your, oh yeah, until you paid your debts. Uh, so this is a dark, this is a room where no light can enter. There is no window in here, and there's no escape. There's no way out. Um, Quite I, I, I see you with sleeves. Is, 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 what's the temperature in there? I mean, is it cold? Is it hot? Uh, what's it like? <laughs> it's bloody freezing. <laughs> it's really cold. I've actually got my coat with me just in case it gets too cold. Um, there's no heating, of course, in, in this building. Uh, how these poor devils um, survived, I don't know. The amazing thing is that the cell next door to me um, which is one of the debtors' cells. You see, you you were in prison for debt, and you weren't allowed out of prison until you paid your debts so. <laughs> off. Not got that. Not easy. Uh, and that, of course, had a window in it. It's got bars in it, but there'd be no glass. Can you imagine how cold it would have been when the snow came came whistling in the wind and the rain and the snow came in through the, through the prison prison bars? At least at least this win this room here hasn't got a, a window, which makes it a tiny little bit warmer than than, than the cells next door. Rather dreadful, dreadful times. Um, and, and, and the, the terror, the torment, the pain, the anguish. Um, it, it, it's it's in the walls. It, it's recorded in the walls of this building. I'm telling you, it, it's uh, it's not a nice. It's all right with the lights off. We saw what happened to me last week, didn't you? When the lights went off, and Ellen yep. crept in with a piece of paper. Absolutely frightened me to death. <laughs> But I'm all right tonight because I'm looking straight at the door and I can see when she comes in. Excellent. So, now, how now let me. table you have there, Richard? Where does it come from? I mean, how old was it and what's the story behind the table itself? Right, oh, the table? Hang on, let me get Eleanor in. Eleanor, come here a minute, kids. Eleanor bought this table from a. From a here it is, look, she's bringing it to. Um, can you see it from there, Ron? Yes, we can. Hang on. That's the table. Can you see it? I see the one in front of you, if that's what we're talking about. Yeah, no, that's the, that's, this is the table here, look. You see that? Oh, another table. Okay, yeah, it's the other table. Okay, we do see it. It's a uh, wooden uh, yep. octangle, I believe. Yes. Hexagonal, that's right. Okay, so what's the, what's the story behind this table? We just had to buy it. We saw it in a shop and just had to have it. We don't know why. We just happened to be there by fluke. We weren't even supposed to be in Nottingham when we saw it. Was it an antique shop? No. No? Just a shop? A pier. Oh, really? But it is, it's an old table, isn't it? Yeah. It's not new. It's, it's, it looks <laughs> antique, basically. It, it, it looks, to be honest with you, Ron, it slightly, slightly looks sort of Eastern, yes. uh, Indian or something like that, perhaps. Yeah, it looks Oriental. But it's almost magic. <laughs> it's a quiet. Are you okay. still now, Eleanor, uh, she is your resident psychic at the jail, correct, or medium? Correct. And yeah. 
And so right now, uh, is she feeling anything? Are we, I mean, does she feel any shift in the, the atmosphere or, or anything like that? There's a lot of excitement in the atmosphere at the moment. <laughs> is that from us? I don't know. Oh, really? I expect a certain person's rather excited. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Chris. He gets the chance of throwing you out of here again. Do you think he does? Oh, God. Right. Chris has just come into the, into the cell. Right. Give him a wave, Chris. Hi, folks. Okay, and, and who's Chris, uh, Richard? Chris is Eleanor's husband. Uh -huh. Chris and Eleanor are, the, are, the resi are our resident uh, team mediums. Um, Chris is the—I mean, uh, Chris is the guy that he also invents his own equipment, which uh, at another time, or even perhaps tonight, if we've got time, he—he um, he is a, a wizard with with um, um, equipment. Uh, you see, we, we there's two sides to them. Not only do they do the the scientific side but they also create equipment can you see that on the table yeah what is that that's come on chris tell them chris come on in there so we can see you uh all we getting is the top of your head and you know what that's like <laughs> yeah all that glare this is what we call a, a springulum people put the fingers on it and it actually bends over to answer questions for us. Can you see that, guys? Yeah. Now, did he push that? Uh, we're not quite sure how that worked. Yeah, yeah. Chris pushed that, then, yes. Yeah. Absolutely. But what... It's the same with anything. It's like a glass or anything else. Yes, you can push it. But the amazing thing with that piece of equipment... All it is, Ron, is... I mean, basically... I'll, I'll stand up a minute and just... Uh, can you... Can you see it now? You've got to remember, too, uh, Richard, that this is also uh, uh, audio, so why don't we do a, a uh, description of the item? Okay, well, basically, what, I mean, it's a, it's a breadboard, isn't it, Chris? Yeah, a couple of breadboards screwed together. Breadboard there, a, a wooden top of some yeah. sort there. And a pipe-bending spring in between. Uh, yeah, a pipe-bending spring in between. That's it. But when you put your fingers on it, oh, boy, you want... Yeah, you, it blows people's minds. And again, it's just the same old thing. It's all down to energies and to a spirit or spirit coming through people's minds and causing the thing to move. But the fascinating thing is, Rob, that the way it moves when you push it is totally different yeah. to when a spirit comes through and causes it to move. It flows in a totally different way. And, and again, perhaps, you know, once we've had a go with the table, we could just do a little bit of a demonstration of how this works as well. It really is quite I think that would be a great idea uh, to, to demonstrate it as well. I think so. I really do. Because this is, this is, you know, this is different. Uh, what we trend, or what, what they tend to do, is to create stuff that is different to what anybody else is doing. Um, but they also use um, scientific equipment as well. Uh, and now, when we do our night vigils and, and, and that sort of stuff, uh, there are two sides to, to what people can do. They can either do the, the, uh, the ancient, old-fashioned stuff, the old-fashioned, you know, the table, the Ouija boards, um, dousing crystals and rods and that sort of stuff, but they also now have their own 
set of, sets of equipment where we have a um, video camera, uh, still camera, um, K2, uh, which we've learned from you, by the way, over there in the States. Um, and, um, you know, that sort of tape recorder, that sort of stuff. So we've got two sides to what we do. Ancient and modern, I suppose, really, is the way to, to do it. So we, we, we give a totally different approach to actually what most, what most paranormal groups do in this country. We're, uh, we're different. And it works. People come back for more over and over again. You know, that's really interesting because when we started our group, the New England Ghost Project, uh, we did we did a combination of the spiritual and the scientific. And until that time, you were either one or the other. Uh, and, and so we were kind of like yeah. pioneers in, in that concept. So I'm glad to see that yeah. you're, you've brought it over there. That's excellent. Oh, yeah. Yeah, very much. I mean... Me personally, I, I, I tend to favour, because then again, I'm branded as a historian, of course, so I tend to favour, you know, as I did when I was with you, obviously, uh, uh, doubting crystals, um, Ouija boards, glass divination, uh, glass swirling, as you call it, the tables. You know, I love the old-fashioned ways of doing it um, with the mind. Um, rather, because I, I always feel that, that the electronic equipment, uh, to a certain extent, is, is, isn't a ghost detector. It can, in other words, you've got a thermometer and a person in the room says, my God, the temperature's dropped, oh, it's really cold in here. Then all the temperature can do is, in, in my view, is prove that the temperature has dropped and that they were telling the truth. It can't prove there's a ghost in there. Right. Whereas I think some of the old-fashioned equipment does, in my opinion. But, you know, there's, there's two sides to it, isn't there? Um, Absolutely. I've got some really, yeah, I've got some very interesting and exciting news, which, which is, is breaking at the moment, because we're, um, it's not for tonight, but we're actually inventing, uh, another friend of mine who's an electrician, um, a very, very interesting machine um, that will, we can, again, we can demonstrate here um, in, in the next few weeks which is, is something else that actually uh, to do with my stone tape theory. But more of that another time. But again, you know, there's no, no, no end to the things that we can probably do now visually uh, from down here, which is quite exciting, to say the least. Absolutely. And I can actually stand up to... You know what's, you know what's funny, Richard, is, is the first time uh, that... Um, David Wells came over, and we were on a uh, lighthouse tour, and I was at one of the lighthouses, and we made contact with the, one of the spirits. It was really funny because I had an EMF meter in one hand and a pendulum in the other hand, and, of course, the medium EMF meter was spiking. It was almost solid red, and the, the, the pendulum was going crazy. Uh, and the other one, I, I remember, uh, I think Leslie saw that as well. She was She's in the chat room, the Parallax chat room. By the way, I mean the uh, Tojinet chat room. And... Uh, uh, he, I remember him saying that if Karen, Karen or Keith would, would never be caught dead doing that, uh, David Wells said that. <laughs> really? Yeah. But that's all part of it. You know, there's two sides to it. There's, you know, there's the scientific side and there's the old side, the old scientific side or, or, or whatever. But you see, for me, I've always said that the only real ghost detector is you and your dog. Exactly. But the other, the other bits of equipment, 
uh, add to it. You know, they say, yes, it's true. You know, there is something going on in here because, as you say, the EMF meter is peaking or, or, or the, the temperature genuinely has dropped. But it doesn't necessarily mean that it's a ghost. Absolutely. But, you know, you see it, you can't prove it. Uh, but it's all part of this, this um, we're pioneers, aren't we, basically? Uh, we're trying to do what science, for some reason, doesn't accept. Absolutely correct. And I, I know that we're coming up True, to the break, but after the break, we're going to start this seance thing. Is, is that all right with you, Richard? Yes, yes, yes. Yes, absolutely fantastic. I'll get myself another glass of wine, and um, we'll start the seance. <laughs> Spirits for the spirit, huh? Oh, I need spirits. Yeah, I'm just going to find the spirits behind the bar. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. We, I, I've been informed that we still have a few more minutes for, for break, uh, oh, so I do apologize oh, for that. Oh, oh, but you, you know what? I, I was, this is oh, kind of uh, weird, Richard, but uh, didn't you tell me what, that last week that, that one of the persons in the condemned cell was there because uh, he uh, did something with a sheep? <laughs> Bestiality, yes, yes. Yeah, and so uh, I, I mean, have yeah, you thought of uh, taking up my advice and putting a sheep in, in the in the cell and and see what happens with the video feed on it? No, I haven't. I haven't done it yet. But as I say, as, as I think I said to you last week, I have actually got seven sheep at home because um, we you know I have, I have a, a small, small, small farm uh, at home, and I've got seven sheep, and I also have a ram. Uh, <laughs> called the Derby Ram, would you believe? And, uh, and here's something of interest for you guys over there. Uh, we have a song over here, which I must get a copy of and let you hear it sometime. It's called the Derby Ram, or the Derby Ram. Um, and would you believe that it was, it's a very old song, and it was George Washington's favourite song. Is that right? Yeah, he used to, he had two, two, uh, he had a friend, I think, don't quote me, I think it was in Baltimore, and he had a friend who had two little boys, two twins, uh, two twins, two boys, twins, and he used to sit them on, the, on his knee, and he used to sing to them the Derby Ram, or the Derby Ram. And the song was, if you go down to Derby, sir, on a market day, you'll spy the finest ram, sir, that ever was fed on hay. Um, and I've got one, I've got a ram called Derby, so I'm going to bring him down <laughs> Bring him down here and leave him overnight in the condemned cell and see what happens to him. Well, I don't know if you bring the lamb. I think more you would bring the sheep. But, I mean, that's just me. Yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. What are you doing? <laughs> you never know in here these days. But yeah, no, you're right. I, I, yeah, I, I think the sheep would be these days. And, and, of course, I, I assume that you would give her extra feed for a volunteer for this... Uh, this uh... Uh, oh, yes. <laughs> I'll bring her extra straw for a mattress. Yes, I will. <laughs> do you know what? I mean, it is quite... I, I could do it. I mean, when, <laughs> I don't think it's a good idea, do you? But we could, we could bring her down in a, in a sheep... In a, in a trailer and... and, and, and <laughs> No, the, no, the interesting thing, <laughs> even even if you don't leave her overnight, of course, uh, just the, bringing her in there, I uh, wonder if uh, yeah. she would act as a trigger device and, uh, you know, stir up uh, that particular spirit. Just don't go there. <laughs> and Actually, then, the funny thing perhaps, is as well, would the lamb... Which is even worse... Good. Yeah. <laughs> would, would, the, would the sheep even actually sense the spirit? You never know, you never know. But actually, the last person 
to, to the last person to be executed in front of this building in, in 1825 was a guy, he was actually executed for rape. So perhaps just bringing a nice young lady in. <laughs> oh no, let's, let's, let's change the subject. <laughs> well, we got to take a break right now. You are listening to Ghost Chronicles International on Tojinet. Pararex, Ghost Channel, and Beyond, with Richard Felix and Ron Kolick, broadcasting live from the Dobby Jail in Dobby, UK, and the Condemned Man Cell. When we come back, we're going to be having a seance uh, with the special seance table, so we'll be right back. Welcome to Tokenet, radio with a cutting edge. The shows are paranormal, not stuffy but informal. The topics are abnormal, the Parrax family. They're strange, deranged, unrestrained. So grab your favorite brew, it's time to rendezvous as we give awards to the Parrax family. Alright. Hi, I'm Ron Kolick, author and lead investigator of the New England Ghost Project, New England's own Van Helsink. And I'm Ann Kerrigan, the blonde bombshell, and I'm the lead investigator of East Bridgewater's Most Haunted. And we'd like to invite you to tune in Ghost Chronicles, the next generation. Every Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on www.toginet.com. So, so, yeah, what are they going to hear on this stupid show? What are they going to hear? They are going to hear things that they can't believe are happening. Like uh, Beyond Bizarre. And Cemetery Tripping. Oh, that's your deal, right? Absolutely. Yeah, one of these days you're going to get uh, so scared of one of these cemetery tripping things that uh, you'll, I'll have to get a new co-host. <laughs> I am brave beyond belief. Nothing yeah, we'll see. scares me. Except- so anyways, if you're bored and you got nothing to do on Wednesday night, tune in to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation with Anne and Ron. See you then. And we are back. You are listening to Ghost Chronicles International with Richard Felix and Ron Kolick broadcasting live from the Dobby Jail, or Goal, or whatever the heck it's called. <laughs> but we actually, we actually have a question for you, Richard, from the Pararex chat room, and they want to know what yep. kind of wine goes with ghost hunting. White wine? Oh, it's got to be red wine. Wine? It's got to be red wine. It's got to be blood red wine. Nothing else. But really, I'd be far better with a whiskey or something like that, because that's the spirit from behind the bar, you see. Uh-huh. Okay. Sorry now, about that. I see the tables there, and uh, but you, you're cut off. We can't see your, your head for some reason. Can you, can you see it now? Uh, no. Can you we, see are, it? You are absolutely... I don't know if the camera moved or what, but you are absolutely oh. not in here. Uh, what about that, Ron? Uh, I got about, uh, got the top of your head, not your face, which is not bad, but, you know. <laughs> but the table is very can clear. Can you not see the table? We can't see your head for some reason, but the table is perfectly clear, so, uh, are you ready to start? You can see the table. Or do you want to be on? Oh, of course we are. 
to bring on, bring on the, the guys. Right, well, I've actually got Darren Stanton with me. Uh, Darren, give him away. You remember Darren was on a few few months ago. He, he's the guy that does... Well, come on, what do you do, Darren? Come on. Uh, past life regression, so hypnosis, psychology, a bit of everything wrong. You remember him? You've not seen him before, though, have you? I've never seen Darren before, but Darren, once again, for those who did not hear, uh, you, you, you're... You, you're, you're kind of like a parapsychologist. Are you a parapsychologist? I'm not quite sure on that. Yeah, that's the best description. Got um, an open mind, but also kind of my background is in psychology. So yeah, parapsychologist is, is a good description. And, and don't you do a lot of things about uh, being able to read body language and, and that type of stuff? <laughs> yeah, sure. I, um, I teach sort of line detection skills, um, you know, work with people on various different things. So yeah, but I've got to, I've got to kind of put in a lot of counts really wrong. Okay, and and we've been told that the, I should be very. The, the camera has shifted, so I, I don't know if it was the ghost or what, but it, it's definitely shifted. It's facing down much more than it was originally. Can you see the table with my hand on it? We can see the table uh, with uh, Stanton in front of it, so uh, we're, we're excited about it. It's a, it's a small <laughs> octagonal table. How, how far across? Is that about a foot across? There you go. That's that's good shot. Yeah. Don't move that. Yeah. Yeah. Back. yeah. Yeah. Is that okay? Yeah, that looks good. Now, how, is that about a foot across that table? Oh, uh, I don't know. Yeah, that's cool. Okay. All right. So now, now, why don't you explain to everybody what's going to be happening here? Yeah, well, exactly. I mean, basically, the whole idea is that everyone puts... I appreciate it. Do you do this in America? You do table tilting, don't you? Uh, we do. We do. Not all groups do. Right. But, uh, well, I, I have done it in the past. I missed that, Ron. Okay. Uh, we do. Not all groups do, but, but uh, I've done it in the past, definitely. Okay, so it looks like there's going to be uh, one, two, three, four, five of you. Are you taking part of this, Richard, or, or not? Oh, yeah. God, I wouldn't miss this for the world, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We, we have Eleanor. We have uh, uh, Dr. Stanton. Uh, we have you, Richard. And who's the other gentleman? There's Chris here, and... Jason, my name's Jason. Jason James. Yeah, I'm a believer, by the way. <laughs> well, so am I, Ben. Jason's a pal of Darren. He's a believer. Okay, very good, very good. You know the monkeys, don't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, now, practically... Um, what, Ellen, Ellen, are you going to start and do the normal? Because we always, I don't know whether you do it, Ellen, I'm sure you do, but we always ask for protection uh, beforehand, just in case uh, we, we, we conjure up anybody or anything that, you know, is, well, it's a bit like leaving your mobile phone on, isn't it? Sometimes you don't know who's going to come through or pick your number up. So Ellen normally asks for protection and, and talks to them before we start. So we'll, we'll go that, through that. Is that all right with you, Rob? Yeah, that's very good. So that actually, uh, that's something that we do at the the Any Ghost Project. We always do a little protection before we do any ghost hunting. At least the St. Michael's prayer uh, is a, is very good for us. Uh, but whatever you believe in uh, works. Okay. What a rip. 
and imagine in front of your eyes all the white lines of the for football. Richard, we can't hear Ellen. If she can speak up a little louder, that would be great. Okay. around the table in a clockwise direction, faster and faster, till it becomes a stream of light. Protective light, and then if you saw just use from the heavens. There are any spirits in these rooms, these corridors? We say good evening to you spirits. And we ask you to return our greeting by moving the table that we're touching with our fingers in any direction. Twist it, tilt it, tip it, pick it up and throw it at somebody. That's not me! me. <laughs> 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 Sorry, we Clearly move the table in any direction to confirm your happiness now. We are here in peace and friendship. We offer you nothing but respect. And all we're asking in return from yourselves is the same respect by returning our greeting and moving this wooden table in any direction. Using our energy and the energy of that white light, clearly move this table in any direction to confirm you're here with us now. Okay, they have the hands on the table. And we're waiting for our spirits to make themselves known. I'm not sure if there's doesn't a, always happen straight. I'm not sure if there's a temperature drop there. Not a yet, but uh, hopefully. Oh, can't sense anything. Oh. Okay. All right. It moved a, a little, only a tiny, tiny, tiny bit. But the table's moves. beginning to move a little bit, which is good. What, what about temperature, Richard? Are we, we constant in temperature? Or, or... <laughs> okay, the, table, the table is moving. Uh, it's actually moving in circles, which is interesting, since that's a small, oh, oh, oh. tiny little cell. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, they're having a difficult time keeping their hands on the table because it's moving very quickly. I'm the guy that stands the benefit from this. I always take my hand. I think we all get the hand on the Okay, thank you. The spirit is moving the table. Richard took his hand off and the table is moving. Okay, sir, thank you. Like you get, I mean, you guys, obviously, can you still see it? Can you yeah, move yeah, it back I mean, into the cell phone? The table's actually rocking. Uh, you can see that. It's, it's, it's moving oh, yeah. quite well. You, you were really, I mean, the hands on it. Uh, my hands not on it. Uh, if you could believe that the, the slight touch that we've got on it. Uh, that's what... <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm sorry, sir. You're not going to try and the cell tonight. That'd be you. Just pick it against the wall or something. Just, shall we just, right, spirit, spirit that we're talking to, if you just stop the table for one moment for me. Okay, Richard just asked the spirit to stop the table. Really you are, oh. Gosh, drop. Um, are you talking to him or I? You can talk to him. Mr. Simpson, is it, is it you? Okay, sir, thank you very much for this. This is amazing. 
Mr. Simpson, I don't know whether you know this, but you're actually being watched by goodness only knows how many people around the world. And, and a lot of, as they were, as in your day, they were known as colonials. Um, that are actually watching, <laughs> watching you do this. Quite a bit. Richard, is there any drop in temperature or anything? Yeah. Is the temperature the same? It's it's cold. I'm it's colder. It's colder. It's so damn cold in here anyway. Um, the temperature on this Yeah. Mr. Simpson, Mr. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Simpson, could I just ask you something that I've never seen you do? You seem to be in. You seem to have so much energy tonight. You seem to be doing so much. Is there any possibility that you could actually lift the table off the floor? With all four, four, six, six legs, all six legs. Could you take it up in the air for us? I've never seen you do it. Could you actually do that for me tonight? Lift the table off the floor. Okay. All six legs at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. You didn't clarify it. You were wrong. All six legs at the same time. All six legs Mr. Simpson, a question for you. A question for you. Do you really object to me being here and running this prison cell now? This prison. Is, is there not time that we could perhaps uh, bury the hatchet with uh, the spirit in the cell by using the table cell? And the table <laughs> directly to. The table has moved all the way back to the rear of the cell, which is, uh, I think he said about six feet, I'm not sure. But, uh, Pinned up against the, 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 the um, up against the bed there. I mean, okay. Mr. Simpson, if you really dislike me that much, then how's about walking me out of the cell? Turning the table, turning towards me and actually walking me out of the cell, can you do that? The table is moving forward. <laughs> <laughs> it is moving forward. Yeah, but you can't get me out the door, can you? <laughs> Not with that crowd, that's for sure. Bye! I'm off, guys! So it looks like Richard is being pushed out of the cell by the table, so... I'm out of the corridor. I don't think you can still hear me. Richard is now <laughs> just running with the table, and I, we have lost the building, so I have no clue. Did he say he's running with the table? Okay, Richard. Hang on. Come on, I'm running with the table here. I'm coming back. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Absolutely. Richard, come on back. Come on back, Richard. <laughs> we, we, we 
no longer can see you, so let's let's get you back in here so that we can talk a little bit about what, what happened. Oh, Rob. Mr. Simpson, thank you for that. Please, thank you very much for bringing me back. Uh, and just, just rest there for me, my friend. Oh, God. Right. Okay, I'm here again. All right, so let's, let's talk um, a little bit about what happened. I mean, once again, this is radio, so not everybody has the video feed. So uh, why don't you explain what you felt, what you had, and maybe we'll talk to a couple of the other participants as well. Don't, yeah, don't, yeah, don't, don't run off on us, guys. Come on back. Yeah, come in, guys. Come back in. I mean, to be honest with you, Ron, um, the, the the thing that when you said uh, the thing that I feel, I feel such elation when it happens, and and I did almost haunted because that's obviously the first time really that I'd ever gone got to grips with with tilting tables and moving glasses and that sort of stuff. And and I still, I mean, you probably noticed, I still get so. Oh, I don't know. Excited, I suppose, is the only word. Um, when it happens, the moment that table starts to move, the, the adrenaline rush from me is... And I, I, I think that's part of it. I actually think that's part of the energies that, that causes a spirit to, to come through our minds, for want of a better word. Energy comes down our arms, through the, through the fingers, to the end of the table, and the, the collective energy, if you like, of us, causes that table to move. Um, so Richard, when you put your hands on a table, you're putting them on top of the table. A lot of people think you're just sticking them underneath and lifting it, so it's not. They're on top of oh, it, yeah, correct? Exactly. No, no, no. Uh, Our hands are on top of the table, touching. And I, when I say touching, gliding. Because as, as yeah. you probably, those that could see, you, your fingers are sliding. Uh, it's a highly polished top. Exactly. And, and the... the, the the problem we have, and the problem I always have, is that when people are doing this, the sceptic out there, and remember, is it, what is it, to the, um, to the believer, no proof is necessary, to the sceptic, no proof is possible. Correct. Um, and, and that is the problem. People will think, you know, they're moving this, it's a fake, and, and I'm afraid whoever's around a table, people always think it's the other person that's actually pushing it. But there's a big difference to, to when someone, I know, we have people that do events down here, and I can, I can name, I wouldn't dream of naming them, uh, but I know two, three people at least that come on events, and I know they're pushing that table. You can tell. There's a very big difference between a person that's pushing it, and when, it seems to glide. It, it really is quite elated, I'm elated again by what's happened, but it, there's, there's a big difference. There's, there's an energy source there that is separate if you want to us that causes it to happen how it happens what i don't know all i know is that it's real it's genuine and it happens and you know there's very seldom in this place where it doesn't happen to be honest with you no we've never had a night down here when we've done an event where people haven't gone away um like me elated but i've been doing it for 18 years but i'm still i still get excited by it. i'm still there now i'm buzzing now again i, I want to ask you something Daryl, yeah, yeah. Uh, sure. Now you're a psychologist, so well, this was going on. You you looked at the people across from you on the table. I assumed as well. I I know that you weren't totally wrapped up in the in the thing as well. I mean, can can you see in their face honesty in it, or or 
That's a good one. I think, I mean, one thing I was looking for, Ron, is obviously the, the hands and the contacts of, of the people taking part. And, and Richard's right in terms of we weren't actually placing any pressure on the tabletop at all. And at certain times, I mean, the majority of us, there were a few, a few times when we none of us were actually touching the table at all. So, I mean, psychologically, it has been a very, very fascinating experiment, really, for me. That's great. I mean, that's, uh, you know, I, I was really glad that Richard brought you into this uh, because, uh, you know, you are a psychologist. So, I mean, you know, I mean, you've studied all your life. Uh, so I think it's good to have your, your take on this. So, I mean, it's, it, I think it's important. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's always very important to have somebody that's not specifically a disbeliever, because I have got an open mind, but I think it's always important to have somebody with a kind of a psychological background, um, as you've said, Ron. But yeah, I can say it's been very fascinating for me, uh, because I know that none of us, as I was watching very, very carefully, that no one was pushing it at all. There's a, there's a, there's a strange energy that seems to come over the room, or wherever we do it. Uh, okay, so, all right, let's, to talk, to let's talk about the strain energy. Let's bring um, your, your two mediums, are, uh, Eleanor, Eleanor, you're right there, aren't you? Or uh, not? Yes, they're here. Okay, yeah, they're here. all right, who, who did you sense there? Was it the jailer? Uh, was, it, was it someone else? Was it a convicted convict? Uh, we had one question from the uh, Tojanet chat room thinking there was more than one spirit in the room at that time. What, what, what did they feel when this was going on? There, were more, there was more than one spirit in the room, but the one spirit that was moving the table was the jailer. He likes to let Richard know who runs this jail. <laughs> really? Hello? Hello? Okay. So, what, I mean, did, did you say there was more than one, Eleanor? So, I mean, who... Come on. Was someone watching? What, what, I have no idea who Richard... <laughs> oh really? I mean, Craig, this is the thing. Came, they actually came with Jason, apparently. Well, really? could, did you see them? Could you? Just aware of a female, a younger female that came in with Jason. We're, we're losing the volume. Can they speak, speak up a little louder? Yep. So, so did so did she come with me? She, um, I thought three. Was she from here? No, she's with you. I thought three of you arrived because I counted three energies as you walked in. Right. I oh, I say. Energy, and, and I thought, oh, great, it makes six. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a spirit. But did you see her or just sense her? I just sensed her. But was she afraid of this? Is she afraid of the place? Or excited. Not? Excited. Excited. Good Lord. Oh, I say, listen, this is great. But this is the more the thought of being able to communicate. Right. Mm. Yeah. But she didn't come in. She didn't want to come yeah. through. No. 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 She was quite happy just watching. Watching me? Yeah. <laughs> Do you know who she was? No. All I got from her at the moment was a nun. It was a nun? And the nun oh. became me again. She'll see you again. Which means you're here again. <laughs> <laughs> so, how about that? Let me ask you this. What was the mood of the spirits? I mean, we, we know they were there. You, you saw them, you felt them. But what was their mood? I mean, were they elated that this was happening? Uh, was it like, I told you so? Or, or you know, were they mad? I mean, what, what was their emotions? 
This is Mr. Simpson, I presume. Mr. Simpson was elated that he had the chance once again to get one of Thomas Felix. <laughs> it always elates him the thought that he can throw Richard out of buildings or pin him against walls or put him in the stocks. Put him in the stocks. Yeah, yeah, that's happened to me before now. <laughs> yeah, I've been taken out actually of a, a pub in in York, um, the Golden Fleece, that was on most haunted. And, and at four o'clock one morning, when we finished a, a, a night vigil, he actually took me all the way down the, down the pub, out through the front door and onto the pavement. And there's a policeman outside. <laughs> um, at four o'clock in the morning, watching about me with about four other people, with a table going down the, down the street. Really? And he loves it, but he he's not... He's not nasty, he's not angry. No. We, actually, we actually have a question from Leslie in the chat room, the Tojanette chat room, and yeah. she asks, uh, is, the, is the jailer annoyed that he's trying to assert his authority over you, and you guys are actually laughing at him? Because you laughed. I mean, you, you thought this was, uh, you know, fun. So, yeah, I mean, that's true. So, what do you think about that? No, he doesn't, no, he doesn't get annoyed. Most of the time, we have no problem with Mr. Simpson. We show him respect, treat him with respect. He's quite happy. As long as we take him along so he can get one up on Richard every now and again, he's quite happy to <laughs> work with us. We've worked with Mr. Simpson for, well, we've been investigating the jail for well over 10 years now. And he was, he did have a go at me the first time I arrived, thinking I was an inmate because of my scars. Oh, yes. He tried to drag me into the cell. <laughs> really? That was how I first met Mr. Simpson. <laughs> but so he's not really, obviously not that bothered. He, he, he's, um, I mean, he was a, he wasn't a, a rough, a ruffian, was he? Mr. Simpson, sorry about that. I don't, didn't mean to be, I mean, he, he was a farrier. A farrier, yeah, originally a, a blacksmith, originally before he became uh, before he became jailer here. Put the shackles on the prisoners. Which yeah. is how we found out about the job. Really? I actually have another yeah. question from the chat room. Yeah. Richard, was that jail yes. just for yeah. men, or were women uh, incarcerated there as well? Oh yeah, men, women, yeah. children. I mean, the terrible thing was wrong that, that male, female, old and young. Sane and insane, tried and untried, were actually at the beginning of this, when this was built, were, there was no segregation between them. But you just imagine what the, the things that went on here. So yeah, everybody was here, anybody, young and old, and, and you know, children. Um, children came in with their mothers, of course, if they were in prison. Uh, babies were born in here, I presume. They were conceived in here. Conceived in here and born in here, God forbid. Terrible really? place, wrong. Terrible place. Yeah, 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 yeah. And again, you'd be if you've got a better coat on or a warmer coat than someone else, then you'd probably be murdered for the coat on your back. In, in the jail itself. In the jail? Oh God, yes, yeah. And of course, when we when we get the camera uh, sorted out, we can take you around. I can show you the the, the graffiti on the doors uh, of the prison. And you must remember, the fascinating thing about it is that this graffiti was done with knives. Really? So yeah, they so actually had knives in the jail as well? Yes. 
Because, I mean, again, I presume they had to eat, so they'd have enough... Debtors would have a tools. Yeah, a debtor, if you, were, if you were brought in for debt, then you were a shoemaker, a tailor, then you brought your, 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 your equipment with you, and, and a, as you, Ellen says, a carpenter would bring his, God forbid, his, his hammer, his chisels, and they would work while they were in here. But the amazing thing is they, they would be allowed out of their cells. I mean, why wouldn't they escape? I don't, I don't get that part. Why wouldn't they escape? Because was was it automatic death they, if they escaped, or or is it? I mean, why oh, would yes, they escape? Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, hanging, uh, escaping from prison was a hanging offence, um, and so was returning early from transportation. Really. Uh, oh yeah, a guy called Thomas Hulley was was actually on, on the death sentence. Actually says uh, hanged for returning early from her transportation from Australia. I think. Well, I think it was Australia. It might have been America, for all I know. Um, but yeah, hanging offence. But of course, do remember that all that they were allowed out of their cells into the corridors. But the corridors would all have big doors with with bolts and locks on them. So so they couldn't get out of the jail. Uh, um, they wandered up and down the corridors with knives, <laughs> scratching their names on the doors. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. See, I mean, that's one of the things we, we don't understand. I mean, you got to realize, of course, America is a, is a uh, young country compared to the U.K. And, uh, yeah. you know, we didn't have quite the same thing. I mean, what, what was the year of this jail, the Derby jail, the Derby jail, whatever it is? Derby, the 1756. Okay, that's, 1756. So uh, it, was, it was around the beginning of our, 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 our nation, uh, basically. Uh, so anyways, we, we just about ran out of time, Richard. I, I want to thank uh, everybody uh, for, for coming in. It was a neat experiment, and I, I think we're going to try some other things with this as well. Uh, uh, Daryl, thank you so much. It's great to see you finally. Uh, Eleanor and uh, your husband's name, I forget. And, of course, uh, the other guy begins with a J. That's all I remember. Jason. And don't forget Blythe Simpson as well. A very special thanks to him. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Simpson. And, and Richard, uh, anything else coming up for you uh, in, the, in the forthcoming weeks? Uh, yes, yes, we're starting a new, I don't know if I mentioned it, with being in Derby Jail, I'm doing a, a, a tour of Great Britain called, um, well, we may well be calling it Wales from the Jails. I love it, I love it, I love it. Jails but I still, think it, I still think and it should be Richard Wales from the Jails. Richard, well, I do, yes. <laughs> but you can go on to derbyjail.com, G-A-O-L, derbyjail.com, for more information. Excellent, Richard. And uh, we want to thank you guys so much. And um, once again, I, I guess enjoyed we, it. we are going to have a tour of this jail at some time if we figure out the cameras as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chris and Eleanor are working at the moment on, on trying, because they're the, the sort of the technical guys as well, you see. They're working on, on a camera that we can actually remote, and, and I can take, take you around the jail. I, I actually have one of those. dreadfuls that we talked about and, and the doors with the names on. I actually have one of those, uh, by the way. Infrared. It's a remote oh, really? camera. Yeah, it's battery operated. You can walk around with it. Uh, <laughs> interesting. I know we're just about out of, out of time, but you know, I, I think uh, as I'm sitting here, we, we should also do some experiments that 
we can have our listeners and viewers uh, participate in. Perhaps a uh, yeah, either a remote viewing uh, experiment or perhaps a psychic or mediumistic experiment where we, we put an object or, or a list yeah. of uh, questions in a box or something at the Derby Jail or, or, you know, whatever. I mean, yeah. we, we should definitely uh, we'll, we'll look into this it. a little further. We'll work on it. Definitely. So anyways, we want to thank everybody, and it's time to wrap it up. Pleasure. Thank you very so, much. Right. Until next week. Talk to you next week. Yep. Good night. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Bye.